Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do thank you again for your abundant goodness to us. We marvel at all the things that you do in our lives and for our souls and the hope that we have in you. We pray this morning as we bow down before you that you would help us to realize how much the biblical knowledge, our biblical knowledge, gives us about you and not just about you, But as we come to you in prayer, we also learn to know you, to know the only living and true God and Jesus Christ, who thou sent to be our Savior. And thank you, Heavenly Father, that as you reveal yourself to us through your word, we come to trust you fully because of you, because we know you. You talk to our souls and you listen to our souls as we pour them out before you. Help, Lord, to reinforce that truth to us today as we look again at your Apostle Paul. We thank you for his example, and we pray that you would help us, empower us to follow his leading. And we pray this, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And thank you that there is no God like you, that you created us, and now you've redeemed us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the host of the podcast. We've been talking quite a bit since the new year about my great desire to let everyone know what God has done for my soul. If you boil it really down, the podcast really down, that is the essence of our purpose. Well, that and letting everyone know that God is working through our prayers, through your prayers too, and that being committed to prayer will accelerate your spiritual growth, accelerate your faith. And truly, if it hadn't been for prayer, without the access to God, I am not sure where I would be right now. Even as a Christian, prayer has helped me put together God's Word, give it its proper place in my life, and led me to know the goodness of the Lord by experiencing Him through prayer, by pouring out my soul to Him, and then watching Him answer through his word and through circumstances. And I can say, along with David again, so much of what I can say, I can say with David, that I would have despaired unless I had known the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And it's prayer that's helped me know the Holy God of the universe. Of course, in his mercies. Now, I believe I've told you before that I do have verses that I pick each year and they change each year according to my goals or my felt needs or and or my felt needs for the upcoming months. I also have a set of verses that I pray on a continual basis. doesn't matter what else is going on in my life. I pray those verses. 
And some of those have been a part of my life for a decade or two. One of the ones that is fairly recent but very powerful in my life is from Luke 17.10. And there, that verse says, this is Jesus talking, and he's telling his disciples, So you too, when you do all things which are commanded you, say, We are unworthy slaves. We have done only that which we ought to have done. And of course, in bringing that down to us, the Holy Spirit superseding. So that statement of Jesus's comes down to us. He's also talking to us. And that verse helps bring our lives into perspective. And even what we do, when we do it committed to the glory of the Lord, we are actually only doing that which we have been commanded to do. And our attitude is, should be, and mine has been, especially since that verse came alive to me. I'm only doing what I ought to have done. Does it make me special? It just makes me an unworthy slave doing what I should be doing. One of the older verses, at least in terms of time on my list, but still it's probably only four or five years old, maybe six, since I've noticed in 2 Timothy 1.12 that Paul says this, and we've read it before, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. And we've seen that verse in the past. We've looked at it in past episodes to one degree or another. But as I was praying that verse a couple of days ago, that verse is on my lifetime list, it struck me how perfectly that this verse dovetailed with our thoughts on a biblical prayer life. And again, just for a reminder, Paul doesn't assert that he knows the power or about the power or about the ability of the God he believes, or even that he knows his faith about whom in whom he believes. But he says, I know whom I have believed, not even in whom, I know whom I have believed. He knew God, and as he knew God, that convinced him, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit would take care of everything that Paul entrusted to him. Now, I know a lot about Jonathan Edwards. Interesting man, smart man, well, that's an understatement, maybe the most brilliant man ever to be born in the Americas. I know a lot about him. I know a lot about his life. I know a lot about his writings, his sermons, and obviously I'm taken with them. I love them. But even though I know a lot about him, I don't know him. We have recently been looking at the fact that we know God as much as we can in this life, and we know him from his word. Nobody's ever seen God at any time. We've seen Christ incarnate, but never the Father. And God, as we have seen, is not an invention of our own making. If he, God, if God had not revealed himself to us through scripture, we would have an inkling that there should be a God, that there is a God, but we would know nothing of him and who he is. For instance, we can't conceive of eternity. We can't conceive of anything being all-powerful. And even the love of God that he has shown us and demonstrated to us is most clearly beyond our natural, in-the-flesh abilities. And we can see that most clearly when he calls us to love our enemies. In our flesh, it's impossible. And if you want to see any commentary on that, look around you. Look at the people around you. 
Look at the people you see on the news, the people that you've talked to, and see what a commentary they are on loving and loving their enemies. And when you do that, you might look a little closer and ask yourself how perfectly you love not only the people around you, but the people around you who have hurt you. And you could zoom in just a little bit more and think about your life right now and be your own witness to yourself as to how perfectly you are loving the people or even the relatives. I guess they would be people too who have recently hurt you, especially the ones you love. And then contrast that to the command of Jesus to love your enemies, do good for them, pray for them. And we can readily see that under those circumstances or in those circumstances, in those aspects, mankind couldn't come up with a God like that. We just couldn't. So as we learn of God in his word and we focus on him, we are increasingly enamored of his person. And as we listen with the intent to, to follow, we are increasingly given joy and comfort in our lives because we are conforming to what he asked us to do. And as we get to know him, not just about him, but get to know him, we are encouraged to pray like David prayed. Psalm 62, 8, he says this, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. And we have no other rock-solid refuge in our lives but the holy God of the universe. And we can also say, even wherever we're at, if you've started your prayer life, wherever you're at and wherever you're at in your spiritual growth, you can say with some degree, with David, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And that's Psalm 34, 4. And as we grow and experience him, more and more we will be able to say we sought the Lord in more and more things and he answered us, and he delivered us from our fears. And there's a hymn that says, even though I've tried him o'er and o'er, and then it goes on to say he's faithful. Somebody asked me about that once, because we see him as we come to him in prayer and see his answers, and our faith grows as we are delivered from all our fears. God is gracious, and as our faith grows and our trust grows, we come to know and confess with Paul I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. God is faithful, and he is trustworthy, and he is all-powerful to accomplish his will, and his will is to hear us and to answer us for his glory and our good. And again, David says with Paul in a different fashion, but he says the same thing in Psalm 57, verse 2. I will cry to God Most High, to God who accomplishes all things for me. That's the God who we love, that's the God who we serve, and that's the God who we grow more and more to know as we put our trust in Him and our prayers, give our prayers to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, again, help us. Show us your faithfulness. Lead us to fully trust in you. Lead us to such a close walk with you that we are able to say with Paul, I know whom I have believed, and that in knowing you, we are able to trust you and to see your glory in our lives. Open our eyes to see, open our eyes to meditate on the glorious truth that we can know you, 
the only true God of the universe. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you once again for listening. And until next time, may the God of all grace bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you the peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, make it a godly fun-filled day.